Welcome back to Spooky Movie Radio's Top 40 Countdown. Coming in at number one for the 789th day in a row is Spooky Shark. Am a shark, blip, 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 blip. Am a shark, blip, 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 blip. Am a shark, blip, 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 blip. Am a shark. My gosh, shark, blip, 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 blip. My gosh, shark, blip, 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 blip. My gosh, shark, blip, 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 blip. My gosh, shark. You rip. Katie Shark, Shark, It's Shark Week! All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Shark Week. Dun, dun, dun. Lame as that sounds, Shark Week it is. All right, so we have split up the duties for some of our more shark movies, as ridiculous as I sound. Anyway. Uh-oh, somebody left us on our own. Somebody come get her. Anyway, um, so we split up our movies. Micah and I are here hosting 47 meters down. All right, let's just jump right in, if you will. It, it was a movie. It, it happened. And there was a lot of jumping in to things. There was a lot should, of jumping in. That should not have been jumped into. Um, just to summarize the movie, it's two sisters, Kate and Lisa, played by Mandy Moore and Claire Holt. I don't remember what I've seen Claire Holt from, but Mandy Moore is from everything, so you know her. Uh, But they go on a sister's vacation to Mexico, I believe, and basically they're just there to get away from the mundane, the everyday, the yuck, and, and the breakup. And the breakup that apparently was a thing that uh, Moore didn't want to talk about. was lying about. But, so they went to dinner, to a club, to dance, to eat, to drink, to Mexico. And they met two guys that, as you do after a breakup, you meet men, apparently. I mean, I... <laughs> I mean, isn't that what you do? After the, I, that's... Not what I do. But, so, they went to this bar. They met these two guys, and they were talking about shark diving, cage diving. And they made it sound all impressive that you go down in the water in this cage, and you get to sit there and stare at great whites while they swim by you, and you just get to enjoy their magnificence. But, I think it's Kate... Is it Kate? Might be Kate. Let me check. It's Mandy Moore's character, Lisa. Okay, Kate is the sister. She is all about it, wants to impress these guys, and says, yippee. And Lisa is a big, fat no. But Kate convinces her to go. So they go to check out this boat, and it's rickety, rinky-dinky, and gross. (laughs) So... Literally everything is rusted. The cage looks like it's loaded with tetanus. 
that is in all my life, never ever would I see that and go, okay, first of all, let's throw bloody things in the water, anger the sharks, and then jump in this not-so-cage cage. See, we started this out with ghosts. Awesome. We, we have a thing for, apparently, you know, ocean movies and tetanus, because it started with Ghost Ship. Oh, yeah. And how that. awful that Ooh. one was. Yeah. Ghost Ship would mess you up. And, similar to Ghost Ship, we lost another Hispanic not-so-mechanic in this one. We lost mechanic. Javier, one of the dive quote-unquote experts in the boat with them. Javier got shrecked later in the movie. But, so the boys go down first in the cage. They get to see all the sharks and they're sitting there. Woo-woo, yay, sharks. And then Lisa and Kate get in the cage. Well, and they chummed the water, which is apparently illegal to do. Quite illegal. Um... But anyway, so they hop in the cage and they get lowered down and Lisa is freaking out, but she finally calms down and she's enjoying it. She's, look at all the fish. It's so beautiful. Look at the sharks. Oh my gosh. And then the cage drops and Lisa starts freaking out. And so the guy with the boat, his name was Taylor, the boat master captain man. He told them, don't worry, the winch slipped, it's fine, we'll pull you back up. And then, the worst. The winch completely slips, as does the crane. The rusted, nasty crane. So they plummet Dun, 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 to the title. 47 meters down. Yep, that's it. Roll credits. Yep, it's done. We've had enough here. <laughs> so they hit the, the seafloor at 47 meters, and they're both knocked out. Kate is bleeding. Lisa is hyperventilating. Everybody's freaking out. And at this point... We're 25 minutes into the movie, and there's already the fattest nope that I could say <laughs> in the whole world. We, we've already reached, like, 17 nope moments. And like I said, we're 20 minutes, 25 minutes into this hour-and-a-half-long nope fest, and no. I don't have any other words. I don't. No. The sharks in this were... They were the most. They were cgi to high hell. My oh my goodness. <laughs> I wrote down that visual effects mentioned and honored in the opening credits can only mean the entire thing is as CGI yes. as possible. You know, I'm starting I'm starting to to think that as well. It's, you got you make a valid argument. It was the most like you could tell that they had taken those sharks by credit to someone else's cage dive. That they had seen these great whites swimming. But instead, they CGI'd it to look probably worse than a shark swimming down the street in Sharknado, which we will get to later this week. Oh, yeah. So, moving on from there, they are now sitting at the bottom of the ocean with air supplies running low. 
Kate is pretty banged up, pretty injured. She's bleeding into her mask, which leaks out with music behind it and all. So you now have this remarkable Jaws moment that the blood hits the water, and now the sharks will come. And so madness ensues from there. My biggest issue with this is the believability at this point. Because, first of all, if your cage did drop, yes, you can survive at 47 meters below the surface. That's fine. You can survive. It's Thank you for that. It's The pressure is tolerable, but without going down slowly and acclimating as you go, there's a strong possibility that your eardrums will burst because there was no equalization. As They, they mentioned it in the boat. The yep. captain said at five meters below the surface, you wouldn't have to equalize. Incorrect. You would need to equalize quite a bit. Also, if you're not equalizing and you're dropping that fast, by the way, equalizing means popping your ears. Um, if you're not, your eardrums burst. So not only would they not be able to hear anything because their eardrums don't exist, falling that fast and slamming into the ocean floor with no protection around yourself except a cage, you would probably die banging yourself up against that cage. So the fact that they not only survived the fall, but then made multiple efforts to swim up to the boat, got scared back by sharks, back to the cage, sort of lifted up, dropped right back down even harder on her leg. I don't, I don't. Nope, I got nothing. It's not, not believable. But it really does get you in the stress factor. There was a lot of stress for me watching yeah. this movie. But yeah. that's just because of the music. You know, it's 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 one of those things that the kind of annoying thing is like with when it comes to things like shark movies or something like that. They try to interject some kind of science to make it make sense. They were just like, eh, we're good. We'll just talk about the diving. Yeah, the numbers. only that's it. The only. Nothing to science do with the sharks, behind, nothing to do with, yeah. you know. No, the only science behind anything that they talked about was the numbers on your oxygen tank and what they mean, how you need to slow your breath so you don't waste your oxygen tank, and then talking about nitrogen narcosis, which is hallucinations if you have too much nitrogen exposure. But then also the weird thing was it was like they would never done this before, but all of a sudden Kate's an expert expert while they're down there she's like yeah you need to do this and this and this and this this is what this means and this is what this happens and it's like wait a minute plot holes what lots of plot holes anyway um i i had oh yeah my okay so my favorite moment of this movie because there wasn't too much to really be like oh my god that was wonderful my favorite moment of this had to be when she swam out to find where the flashlight was coming from, which was supposed to be Javier, Mm -hmm. and found the flashlight, 
that had gotten wedged between rocks on one random pillar of rocks surrounded by open, dark abyssness. And she just swam out to this thing, picked up that flashlight, and then had no idea what direction she came from. Yeah, that was a, they, they did a good job on that. That, that was, was the main moment in this movie where I was like, uh, no thank you. On a lot of levels. Yeah. No thank you. I guess my favorite moment is probably when uh, she goes to this whole thing about her finding, you know, finding Lisa, and, or Lisa finding Kate, and they're able to swim to the surface, and they're just getting bit up by sharks, and they somehow manage to make it to the surface and get to the boat, and then all of a sudden, it's just a fever dream, and she's still stuck in the Massive cage because she put on the new oxygen tank and got way too much nitrogen going to her head, so she started hallucinating and all that stuff. It was a lot. That that was probably my favorite moment because it was like, okay, I, shark attack, okay, well, okay. And then, and then all of a sudden it was like, wait, it, it's all her dreaming. Uh, okay, okay, that's better. But then it's it just, what an abrupt ending to it too. Because yeah. it's literally the Coast Guard pulls her out of this thing, this cage. The Coast Guard's down here. Her sister's nowhere to be found. Nothing is anywhere to be found. They're literally rushing her to the surface, which, by the way, would have killed her because of the pressure equalization would not have happened. But they're rushing her to the surface, and then it stops. And that's the end of the movie. And I'm like, ooh, boy. That was not acceptable. I feel disappointed. Yeah, it just it was kind of a letdown as far as a shark movie goes because it really didn't have anything to do with the sharks. No, there, there was, was a no, lot of potential to usually, make it that way. Usually, they talk about the sharks like you know, sharks innately aren't this aggressive, especially no. great whites, and so it's just kind of. <laughs> I guess that's what we get for watching a few episodes of the new Shark Week. <laughs> <laughs> so now, obviously, we are shark experts. Oh, but, of course. You too, by also, tuning into Discovery Channel. Also, the new Shark Week, it's pretty cool because they're taking advantage of the pandemic and, and uh, how open and empty the water is because there's no boats out on the water and so they're able to do real, real, real good studies on these sharks. It's They've got some good ones this year, so make sure you check that out. But um, it just, the, the sharks weren't believable and they no. were such an afterthought and it was just like, you don't see them until they're attacking and it's like, why are they attacking all of a sudden? Because like, there's blood. There's, yeah, but there was blood a long time ago and they don't, you know, it's like, oh, they showed it, it once it, in a while, but it, anyway, it's just... Anyway, plot, yeah, holes. plot holes. It was not believable. Okay, let's do favorite characters. Who's your favorite character? In there? I guess... I mean, there aren't that many to choose from. There's yeah. like what six, six characters if you don't count the three Coast Guard. Yeah, I don't know. I guess Mandy Moore is my favorite character. Um, she kind of stepped up when she needed to, and you know, almost killed herself, and then by being, you know, almost was almost stuck in that cage trying to get that damn tank while her oxygen ran to zero, and it was a lot. she managed to to pull it off and. 
you know, she wasn't annoyed. She was the one who said, no, I don't want to go down there. This is a really bad idea. And her sister's like, no, 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 it'll be okay. It'll be okay. And she's like, okay, I guess. So she wasn't very annoying. Like she wasn't dumb or anything like that. And she, you know, you know, became, she, she pulled it out when she needed to and she survived. Yeah. So, I mean, there's not a whole lot to say, but yeah, I guess <laughs> she's not, my favorite character. I mean, even the character development in this movie is so short-lived and not not great that there isn't, I mean, there's not much you can really say about any of the characters. Oh, Maxi, and if you're, and if you're wondering, and if you're wondering, this is the dog breathing into the microphone, so. Yes, our dog has joined us for the podcast. She thought the movie was wonderful, huh? Yes, yes, you did think that Just movie was she wonderful. Likes fish. Huh. Anyway, um, my favorite character, I wanted to have Mandy Moore as my favorite character, but even as mediocre as Mandy Moore's acting can be sometimes, I felt like this was, her acting was almost too good for the movie and that kind of wrecked it for me. It was a little over the top. I don't I don't want to say too good. And Mandy Moore, if you ever listen to this, I still hmm. love you. But large but Claire Holt for me, Kate in this would have had to be my my favorite just because she was she fit the mediocreness of the movie and it it lined up a little bit better for me. And the one thing I wanted to say about Mandy Moore, and you said kind of overacting a little bit, and I get that because they didn't really write much for her character. No. And the, oh my god, the writing to do. the writing was atrocious. It hurt. People don't talk to each other like that. People don't make sentences like that outside of a George R. R. Martin novel. You don't. It's just not done. So that didn't really help the characters either. So, who is your least favorite character in this one? Again, not many to choose from. While you're thinking, my least favorite character was Taylor. Yeah, I was going to say Taylor. He was really shysty. He knew that they weren't... Oh, he the, knew he, that he that knew. cage was he a He took threat. one look and... Well, no, not that. He just took one look at them and said, Have you guys done this before? And they're like, yeah, totally. And he's just like... Yeah, okay. All right, then. Yeah. Like, come he, on. He knew that they were not prepared. For a hundred bucks. Yeah. This, he was a shyster, and I did not care for him. And the writing for his character was also hideous. So, yeah, I have written on here, you know what I won't do in this movie? Leave a cage into chum-filled water. <laughs> At all. Not even a little bit. Also, fun fact... For this movie, when they drop to the ocean floor, you can see little flecks and what looks like organisms floating around. Basically, where they filmed this, they dropped gallons of very finely chopped broccoli into the water in order to mimic what deep sea organisms do and how they <laughs> float. So they dropped very finely chopped up flecks of broccoli, which is why when you watch this, there the flecks are very bright green in a lot mm. of the shots. That's why they're broccoli. And there is a person listed in the cast as broccoli wrangler. 
Oh, dear Lord. So, oh, yeah. No, it's super fun. All right, let's do our seven words. I have a couple. Do you have, do you have one? Yeah, you, you okay. go first. I'll read mine. Girls in Mexico, vacay gone very wrong. I have Rusty Boat, Rusty Cage, Count Me Out, and then Descent During Deadly Dive Does Divers Dirty. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes. That was and then my one. last one, no, not now, not never, nope, never. Not never? Not ever? Oh, no, that was yeah. I'm ruining it. Don't mind me. Don't analyze. Appreciate it. So, yeah, that's it's going to be a sharp no for me on anything along the lines of a rusty cage and a bunch of great white sharks. Mm -mm. They're too magnificent. What are you What are you thinking? Uh, too much CGI, fake. Uh, hold on. What's the word I'm looking for? Fake. Uh, Blood. Suspense. <laughs> Too much CGI, fake suspense, no oh, sharks. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. Uh, it's about as true as you can get on this movie, too. That's For an hour and a half, that's exactly what we were talking about. Amid, like, five minutes of going, oh, shit, no, let, please make it stop. Mm -hmm. For many reasons. Um, all right, what do you think the budget was see this this is what our listeners come to hear my crack at the budget and whatever <laughs> i'm gonna guess your, your overestimations of it, it doesn't matter because they put way too much money into those awful cgi sharks there were a couple of moments if it was just the shark by itself where it was like ooh, that one looked cool but then it was like when you see people or the cage <laughs> with it it was like wow that was oh it was that bad. was bad it was bad it wasn't even uh, I'm going to say $107 reduce. Oh, you are so friendly. I wish they had $107 reduce. Just to do saying, this. like, when you put that much CGI into a film, that, that always budget, jacks the price up. The budget? No, no, no. See, if you put that much into a film, you should have good CGI. Believable Fair CGI. Fair enough. So I guess. the budget for this was $5.3 Okay, well, that's fair. Hence the CGI's shittiness. Fair enough. So, what do you think this made? $47 reduce. Close, actually, if you only count America. If you only count America. But if it's worldwide, which we do, it's $62.2 million. Hey, I won. I didn't go over. Hooray. You didn't. You didn't. Price is right. Rules. You still win. <laughs> Which is why this unfortunately got a sequel. Oh. Which hilariously enough, when we sat down to watch this, we started the sequel. And I was like, wait a minute. Where's Mandy Moore? This is a bunch of sorority girls. What's yeah. happening? Who are these kids? <laughs> Who are these kids? Uh, but that ended very quickly. And I said, nope, not correct. So... I have not seen the sequel. I don't know if it's We've worth it. We've seen the first seven minutes of the sequel. We did. We also saw the first movie, so the sequel can only be worse <laughs> um, in most accounts. So that's all we've got. you have anything else for 47 meters? Um, it's still better. It's still a better shark movie than Open Water. That is accurate. If that you poor, ever, if you movie. if you haven't seen that movie, do not waste your time. 
Or get super drunk and then don't remember it. I guess, but good lord. I mean, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but it definitely... It's not great. It's not, not even in the realm of good shark movies. Yeah. So we did we did the work so you don't have to. <laughs> well, congratulations. Now don't watch this movie. I mean, I'm just kidding. Watch it if you want. It's suspenseful to a point, but I wouldn't necessarily say jump on it now. Yeah. Uh, although this is the best time to be watching shark movies because it's true. pretty goddamn hot outside right now. Yep. 113 yesterday, probably shooting higher today. Yeah. At least we're not in Death Valley hitting 130. Nope, watch those creepy water movies. That'll do it for you. Right. Said literally no one. All right, well, that's it from us on this half of the Shark Squad. Um, well... If you'd like to email us anything that we missed on this 47 meters down, or you found it phenomenal, I'd love to hear about it. You can email us at allentownpresents at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. If you want to leave us any fun shark facts, at allentownpod. At us, bro. At us for real. And then, if you'd like to follow us on Facebook, we are there at Allentown Presents. We'd love to hear from you. All right, that's it from us. Toots! Wear your masks. Stay hydrated. Bye. It's Shark Week!